That's my dad. And that's my kid. And we're inviting you to join us at our dinner table. Now, it's not a meal that we're preparing for your belly, but instead we're serving up some great conversations about experiences and issues that we all have an opinion on. So grab a seat and let's dig in. Ball, ball, ba dip 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 ball, ball, ba dip 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 ball. Boy, are you looking at me funny? A wop, bop, a loo, bop, a wop, bamboo. Different song. Okay. Your mom and I each have our go-to noises and such as we walk through the house just to be making sound. Okay. That's mine, which for the longest time she thought I just made that up until I had to show her that it was actually the beginning of a Beach Boys song from way, way back in the day. I love the Beach Boys. Ball, ball, ba dip 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 ball, ball. So anyway... I make that one just like getting up from my chair to go to the kitchen or restroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. Hers is she does her best to whistle. (laughs) And she didn't even know where it came from. I knew what it was for years. She's been whistling that just randomly. Mm -hmm. Last week, she said, where is that from? I said, that's the Sanford and Son theme from the old 70s show, Sanford and Son, Red Fox. No? No. You haven't lived. Listen. Get TV land. Come on, catch up. Listen, I started (laughs) at like Full House. Oh, dang. Yeah. You've got a lot of catching up to do. (laughs) Sanford and Son was a TV sitcom about... A father who was Red Fox and his son Lamont, and they owned a salvage yard or a junkyard, we call them here in the South. And uh, it was on TV for several years. The dad, Fred Sanford, his wife had already passed away, but his sister in law would still come around and they did not get along at all. You would love the show. Okay. And they were always cutting on each other, kind of like. Your mom and I do occasionally. Hmm. Not that you and Lucas ever do, I'm sure. What? No. But she would call him, you fish-eyed fool. (laughs) And he would call her, you old bat. And they would go back and forth. So anyway, your mom walks around whistling the theme for Sanford and Son and didn't even know where it came from. And I walk around singing the beginning of an old Beach Boys song. We sing songs in our house, too. Like? Um, when Noah's getting her diaper changed, we have the diaper changing song. Now, are these songs you made up? No. Where in the world did you acquire a song off the radio or such that is applicable for diaper time? Booty going up? Because you got to lift your legs so you can take the dirty diaper out and you can clean her bottom. There's a song called Booty Going Up? I don't remember what the name of the song is, but it goes, Booty Going Up. Now, I ain't got no problem spending all of my money trying to say what's up now. It's a club song. Don't don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yes. This is what they used to play at the middle school dances. Booty going up yes. at a middle school dance. <laughs> yes. You know, but then again, I started thinking about some of the music that you listened to growing up. <laughs> like That I did not pay close enough attention to the lyrics, and now in hindsight, let's go with Prosecution Exhibit A. Okay, so I'm the defense? You always say, in my defense, so it just made sense. Okay, okay. Spice Girls. 
First of all, no, wait, you don't even let on. me get this out. The hold defense on. needs to rest because the prosecution has not had an opportunity to present its case. Your Honor, I object. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> First of all, when Spice Girls was a thing, I was kindergarten and younger. So being led to listen to Spice Girls came from my parentals. That's my argument. Anyway, you may continue. As I said, music you listened to when you were much younger, perhaps we should have paid more attention to the lyrics of such and not just taken for granted girl power, like it's the Powerpuff Girls that you used to watch on TV. Yes! Their song that really made me rethink things when I first paid attention to the lyrics. Uh Uh-huh. If you want to be my lover... You gotta get with my friends. No, so let me let me explain this one. No. Wait, wait, there wait. is no explanation for those lyrics. They are not good lyrics to be heard by a prepubescent female, much less sung by one. <laughs> and I let you do it because I wasn't paying attention. Okay, first of all, you said that and it made me think of a very funny story. (laughs) And I'll get into that one in a second. But let me try to explain it and and get you some credibility. You got to get with my friends. You got to go to them and prove, hey, look, I'm okay. Get in the group chat. Not like, hey, no, that's, that's how I took it. No, when the lyrics finally clicked with me, no, I was aghast. Did you clutch your pearls? I had none, therefore, to clutch, but I immediately started praying for forgiveness (laughs) that I let you not only listen to that, but sing along with, if you want to be my lover, okay, you shouldn't even know what a lover is, but then to get access to me, you got to hook up with my friends. See, I never took it like that. You just, you've ruined that whole song for me. Hallelujah. I'm still going to sing it when it comes on on the radio. <sighs> anyway, listen, do you remember when we went down to... Working in a gold mine, I'm going down, down, so no. I'm working in a coal mine. Whoop, somebody slipped. I don't know if it's a gold mine or a coal mine, but we were going down. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, gold mine, Delonica, <laughs> it fits. Anyway... We were going down to Laguna Beach, Christian Retreat. Yes. And we were filming a, like, summer camp preview something. Yes. Okay. So it was me and you, obviously, because you were the youth pastor, and then Allison went with us. Yes. Who was going to check, like, the acoustics of the building or something, because it was a new cabin or a new, like, beach house that we hadn't been in before. If you say so. Like, it was a different part of the retreat. That we hadn't been in. So she was going down to check like the acoustics. And then it was Casey and I. Because we were the film team. All I remember is on the way back. Metro Station's song Shake It. Had just come out. If you say so. There's a line in the song. That says. We're laying on the bed. But your clothes are laying right there. And without missing a beat, Allison whipped around in the car and goes, she has hypothermia. <laughs> to try to explain <laughs> to try, it. Like we it was were, a cover story. And we were, I just remember 
remember laughing, and now every time I hear that song, all I think about is Allison looking back and going, she has hypothermia. Well, it's a bad thing to have. <laughs> and that's a pretty ridiculous cover story. It just, it came out of nowhere. We had been listening to that song no less than 1,000 times on the way down and on the way back, and the, just all of a sudden, she felt the need to tell us that the girl had hypothermia. You know what my favorite song that Allison ever sang was, though? Cha-Cha Slide? No. We were at youth night one night, and you had other youth groups from other churches join mm-hmm. that particular night. Mm-hmm. It's the end of praise and worship, and Allison is playing the piano, and it's this nice, somber, quiet mood. And she goes into this very vivid, detailed story about how she was at the reservoir in Dahlonega, and she was doing her devotional, and she was praying, and she said she looked up, and an eagle flew over. And I remember sitting there going, we have eagles in Georgia? Ospreys, they're sea eagles. She said it was an eagle. Right. Anyway, she's like, God placed this song on my heart. And I wrote it down and I want to share it with you all. And we're like, okay, get it, Allison. And all of a sudden we hear. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm trying not to laugh. You were the only one because the rest of us had already lost it. I see all of the other youth groups that were not a part of ours, like cracking their eyes open and they're like, what the heck is going on? And all of the Crossfire kids are trying their best to like stay in the mood. And they're just like, yeah, we're going with Alice. You're welcome. (laughs) Was that your idea? I put her up to it. (laughs) I thought she came up with that on her own. She did that to me in a staff meeting (laughs) when I was talking about a youth event that we were going to do and we were brainstorming it. And I was, you know, saying, you know, we need some new music, something they haven't heard before that will really draw them in. And she said, I've got it. Let me tell you about it. (laughs) Listen. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't do it. You can. I can't. (laughs) Yeah, that. Has this bald eagle toy now that she loves. You told us about that. Indy. Right. We had to go to Target today. And she's in the back seat. And all of a sudden, she starts making that noise. And she's just screaming. And she's teething right now. So I'm like, hold on. Like, give me just two more minutes. We're almost to Target. We're almost to Target. And I don't have a mirror mm-hmm. to see her. I have, like, a little camera. And I have the little, like, video screen on my dash so that I can see her. And I glance over at it, and she's got the bald eagle in both of her hands, and she's making it fly above her head. And every time she lifts it up, she goes, See, she's learning fast. I was cracking up. And so, of course, I pull over at Target, and I'm, like, trying to get my phone out to record it, and she stops. And I'm like, Of course. Come on. Well, that... Sounds like something you would do. (laughs) Yes. So she got it honestly. The eagle noises or the stopping when I tried to record it? Yes. (laughs) You were a very random child. (laughs) Yes. Now you are a even more random young lady. Um, I think it probably will only continue to enhance over time 
But I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone could possibly have their, I don't know, go-to mindless tune that they sing or whatever as they're just walking through the house. Quite sure our listeners could chime in and share some of theirs. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to remember other family members or friends that would do that just randomly, whether at work or at home or something like that, just start singing something just out of the blue. I have caught myself, and I don't know why, trying to get Noah to go to sleep at night. You know, you rock and you shush her, and the repetitive shh, shh, shh gets to be a lot. Which to me sounds like sweeping a floor. So you, you're welcome to come over and do that here anytime you want. You remember Art, Bagel Art? Cousin Art? Cousin Art, Bagel yes. Art, yes. That's, that's his new Bagel name. Art, that sounds more like a crustacean <laughs> that was dug up from a deep pit. Look, we found the faceted Bagel Art. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him that. Author of... The sliced rolls with holes in them. Oh, bagels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> still, like, still what not- are you saying? I'm, I'm like, that's sounding pretty personal. Why would you call him these things? We're never getting any bagels again. Listen, so Arthur. I'm going to have to edit all this out. <laughs> Arthur has a daughter. Yes. Victoria. Victoria. Victoria has a son. She does. Named Calvin. Okay. When Calvin was a baby. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would put him to sleep was YouTube videos of people vacuuming. What? Yes. And it wasn't like you couldn't just put on the sound of people vacuuming. Like it had to be an actual video of somebody vacuuming across the floor. He knew the difference. I wish I was making this up. We witnessed it one time. We went up to go visit them after Calvin was born. We were driving back from the Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. And he... Hated his car seat. A lot of babies do. It's okay. And Victoria was like, hold on. I don't have service. I can't find my vacuuming videos. And Ryan goes, hold on. I filmed you vacuuming the other day and plugged in his phone. And they played this video of Victoria vacuuming on repeat. Calvin was out like a light. So we started talking about just random songs. Mm -hmm. And now we've migrated over to specific songs or sounds with a purpose. So this particular sound of vacuuming has a purpose of getting a baby to sleep. Right. Well, you said it sounded like sweeping. That's what made me think of the vacuum. Oh, you chased that rabbit, did yeah, you? Yeah. I... You just made me think about a high school friend of mine, Daryl, who I had not seen in years. We reconnected, I think it was like the first week I ever got on Facebook, or maybe it was even, what was the pre-Facebook? MySpace? MySpace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Carrollton. He and I, I went to his parents' house, and we hung out for a while, got some pizza or whatever, and it got too late to drive back. So I just crashed there with him. Mm-hmm. And I remember as we were finally getting ready to try to get some sleep because we had talked and talked and talked and reminisced about old times in high school and stuff like that. He turned on some music. It was an artist. I don't know if you've heard of her or not. She's kind of a classical singer. Goes by the name of Enya, E-N-Y-A. 
Yes, in my line of work, I have heard a lot of Enya. Okay. I had no clue who she was, but when he turned her on, I started laughing. I'm like, this must be a joke, right? Because he and I in high school, we were both 96 Rock listeners, so it was Boston and Aerosmith and those kind of classic rock bands, Scannered, Freebird! You know, we were rockers, and here he is playing Oranoco Flow, and I'm like, is this a joke? What are you doing? And he said, it helps me to sleep. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And I swear, probably within 30 to 45 seconds after saying, you're kidding me, it put me out like a Benadryl. And it blew my mind. I woke up the next morning, felt like I had slept better than I had. And I was sleeping on the floor, a pallet on the floor. And I thought, that was the best night's sleep I've had in forever. Thank you, Inya. Say that word one more time. Inya? No. The flow. Orinoco flow? Yeah. That was on Music Bingo last night. Was it? It was. I know so nothing about her, but I remember that was one of her songs. And then there's another one of her songs that I think they play on TV with the Lindor chocolates or whatever. Who can say blah, 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 blah. Who can say where the road goes? Yeah, I hear that every day. That one, is that her? Multiple times a day, I think so. Okay. So when you put on spa music on Amazon Music. That is a playlist? It's a radio station on Amazon Music. Okay. Spa station. Okay. It's a lot of Enya. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And I only know that because every, about every two weeks or so, I'll get an older client on the table and they'll be halfway asleep. And then all of a sudden their head pops up and they go, is this Enya? I love Enya. And I'm like, yeah. I think she was maybe kind of like a European version of Celine Dion or something. Okay. And that's just a guess. Okay. Because I think Celine's from Canada, I believe. Wasn't there a group of women called like the Scottish Trail? Celtic women? Thank you. Okay. I have secured my permanent man card, so I have no problem in admitting what I'm about to tell you. When Celtic women first came on PBS probably 10, 15 years ago, Uh I was laying on the couch. Your mom was sitting in the chair. I was flipping through the channels, came across PBS, Celtic women, and there were these women singing on stage like Celtic folk songs. It was not long after the whole river dance craze happened. Okay. And so it caught my attention. Well, an hour later, when we're still watching the show, and I was just mesmerized by their singing ability. I don't have to particularly like a genre of music to be able to appreciate their talent. Right. Bluegrass is not my thing. Okay. But I have been to like country fairs and festivals where they're playing bluegrass Mm -hmm. and watching some of these guys play so accurately with their fingers moving so fast. It's just a blur. Mm -hmm. But never miss a note. Never lose the tempo. I can appreciate their talent. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not in love with that particular genre of music. Okay. And that's kind of the way it was with Celtic Woman. I was just like, these women are amazing at their ability to sing these songs. Mm -hmm. 
your mom found out that they were coming to the Fabulous Fox in Atlanta. Ooh. And so for my birthday, she bought us tickets to go see Celtic Woman. That's fun. In the Fox. And she also bought me all four of their DVDs that was out. I remember watching a DVD because you were so fancy. You had the DVD put into your car when that was a big thing. In the Mountaineer. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And I can remember watching that DVD on repeat. And there was like a mermaid song or something that was like my favorite one that they did. I don't remember a mermaid song. I remember the song, You Raise Me Up. Uh-uh. Now we're back to Eagle's Wings again. <laughs> no, that's more like Scuttle. I was about to say, that was more of a Scuttle. Yeah, you need a snarf flute and a... You know, he had weird names for all a those things. A whatchamacallit and a dinglehopper. Uh, whatchamacallit is a really tasty candy bar. And a dingle hopper <laughs> was that gopher puppet that Alyssa had. It's also when you need to wipe more than once. Anyway. Stop! <laughs> no! So anyway. <laughs> I feel so dirty now. So, yes, I am very secure in my manhood, but I had no problem at all going and watching Celtic women in the Fox Listen, I don't think anybody on this podcast was questioning your manhood as far as Celtic women go. It was simply just admiring their ability. What? You don't don't have to prove a point. What I'm saying is nobody is questioning your manhood. Nobody is questioning your man card. The more you say it, though, the more it sounds facetious. (laughs) It's just, I think it's very cute that you're like, I'm very secure in my manhood, but yes, I, I really, really dig Celtic women. Listen, bro, get after it. I dig it. Do they play Celtic women on your spa channel? You know what? I haven't heard them come up yet. No. I, there is also a meditation channel, and sometimes if the spa channel's not working, I tune into the meditation channel. I turned it on the other day, and it was so, like, there was this nice, like, dolphins jumping through chandelier music playing and then all of a sudden it goes welcome to the dark side Mm. and i was like huh and my client goes i thought that was you and i went no and then all of a sudden this like chanting starts coming through and it's like and i'm like this is not i've never heard this come up here before skip 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 and i looked at the song it was a 20 minute song of like chanting and the guy just kept repeating welcome to the dark side speaking of chanting we're just gonna randomly jump around on this pond from one lily pad to the next i know how much you love frogs jump around jump around get, get up, up get, get up, up and get, get down, down. We'll anyway no in her jumper that's what she plays i was just thinking uh-huh. about how one specific thing that you potentially do like about a song or an artist could introduce you to something else. And that happened to me in this particular instance. Again, I told you, grew up listening to classic rock, 96 rock in Atlanta, occasionally Z93, neither one of them exist anymore. Anyway, one of the groups that I really liked and still do was a group called Yes. Yes. Not maybe, perhaps, no, they were Yes. Yes. And their lead singer no. <laughs> has a very distinctive sounding voice. 
John Anderson is his name. Is it like, ha, 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 ha? No, that is Pepe Le Pew. Is it like, he, 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 he? I take you to the Casbah. Hello, my little pigeon. Anyway. No. Get back on this lily pad, please. Yeah, okay, we're on the yes pad. And John Anderson guest sang a song with a, I guess you would say it's a band. They're called Enigma. I heard something about him singing on this particular Enigma song. I had never heard of Enigma before, but that prompted me. I got to go hear John Anderson sing this song. Okay. And I heard the song. So now I've got to get everything Enigma's got out. It was kind of like mood music, if if that's really a genre or term. I'm not sure if. I don't know what the specific genre is, but simply because he sang, I guess now everybody's got a song featuring somebody. Uh huh. And that's kind of like the thing to do, I suppose. Well, this was Enigma featuring John Anderson way back then. Ah. That led me to start listening to Enigma, which I think their biggest song they had was called Sadness. It starts off with the Native American singing a song in their language. Oh, like a powwow song. I'm not sure if that's the correct term or not, but it was a Native American singing. Then this guy came on after the Native American was singing, started singing about love. And then you got this French lady that comes on and starts whispering. It's a return. Return to Innocence was the name of the song. That's a big difference from Sadness. Well, they had another song called Sadness. I just mixed them up in my head. It's a return to innocence. When when (laughs) any song starts whispering, I immediately get uncomfortable. It didn't start whispering. It was just a part of the song. But the song Sadness that they did had monks chanting in it. So that's what led me here when you brought up chanting. You know, maybe the next episode we'll pick a single topic and stick with it through the entire thing. Listen, we are switching back in between Waffle Brains and Spaghetti Brains. And if you don't know what that means, go check out Season 1. Boom! You can't drop your mic because we're wearing headsets. I'll whip it back and forth. I'll whip my mic back and forth. I'll whip my mic back and forth. I'll whip my mic back and forth. And how does Mike feel about that? You know what? He He's pretty okay. Okay. I talked to him this morning. Your father-in-law? Yeah. How's he doing? He, uh, he's pretty okay. How's Columbia? Uh, it's a little warm. It's a little warm. warm. It's a little warm. It's Bless little warm. his heart. Don't do that. He I'm hoping he'll listen to this. He does. <laughs> he does. Don't do that. Hello, Mike. Hello, Miguel. And how's Miss Gloria doing? I feel like she's fabulous. You feel as though she's fabulous? Yes. So... I don't call her. Her son calls her. There's a little bit of a language barrier. What is this ambiguity? Her son calls her? Her son calls her. You could say my husband. You could say Lucas. Why did you say her son calls her? I don't know. I just felt like it. Anyway, her son calls her, and usually it's not to talk to either one of us. It's, oh, mi hermosa princesa. Oh, hello, Noah, Noah. She's permitted. She's permitted. It's her granddaughter. I'm yes. down for it. But we are just, we don't matter. And then there's like five minutes at the end where she's like, 
oh, honey, how are you? When she's talking to Lucas, she's like, are you good? How's Kaylee? Y'all are good? Okay. Okay, Noah. 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 That's exactly how she says her name, too. And I catch myself doing it at the house. I'm like, Noah. And I'm like, wait, you're going to think your abuelita is calling you. So not only do you catch yourself singing songs that you're not even thinking about, you're just singing, but you catch yourself mimicking your mother-in-law. Yes. Very often. What else do you catch yourself doing? And please keep it G-rated. When I'm rocking Noah to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason I have started shushing her to the tune of Frosty the Snowman. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> yeah. That is beyond random. Why Frosty? I don't know. It just started doing it. And then Lucas goes, are you singing Frosty the Snowman? And I went, apparently, but it's working. So we we don't question it. We also, we like to sing her the Zaboomafu theme song as she is falling asleep. If it works for little Noah. Listen, if it works, it works. Her favorite lullaby of all, though, is a Mayday Parade song. And I don't know why, but it's the only thing that works when she is absolutely inconsolable. It gets her to stop crying. See, I would think that perhaps your activity would inspire a song that is associated with that activity. If I were rocking Noah... Then the song, rock me gently, rock me slowly. Of course, it's from the 70s. You have no clue what it is. But the act would inspire a song with that act in it. So rocking the baby would inspire a rocking song with rocking in the lyrics. Rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Well, there you go. There's another one. That one could work. Don't forget... Baby likes to rock it like a boogie-woogie choo-choo train. No. No. You used to sing that song. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. It's the tractors. The tractors? Yeah, your mom thinks my tractor's sexy. (laughs) Just go ask (laughs) her. You don't even own a tractor. (laughs) What? It doesn't matter. Listen, yeah, so to rock her to sleep, it's Frosty the Snowman or Zaboomafoo. Mm-hmm. When you're changing her diaper, it's booty going up. Well, that's an action and a song that's associated with the action. So I'll I'll grant you that one. Um, When she's having bath time, and daddy is typically in charge of bath time, mm-hmm. it is um, You're Welcome from Moana. There's a lot of water in that movie, so. It's the entire Moana soundtrack. And when they hit the last song, that's when I know it's time to bring the fresh warm towel. She stays in the tub for the entire Moana soundtrack? Yes. And she doesn't come out like a raisin? She likes to play in the water. She's a water baby. I'm here okay. for it. Cool. They play Splish Splash. So she sits in the water and she splashes the water as hard as she can. The old 50 song, Splish Splash, I Was Taking a Bath, that song? No. You don't know that song? I know that song, but I'm just saying that's not what we play. What Splish Splash are you talking about playing? She sits in the tub and she goes splash, 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 splash. We call it Splish Splash. It's a game, an activity, not a song that you're referring to. Yes. Thank you. And then we practice our swimming because we're about to start swimming lessons. So Lucas will hold her and move her one way or move her the other and... So she can practice, like, moving her arms and her legs. Do you sing Under the Sea with that one? You know, no. She doesn't really care for the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Really? Yeah. Not even Sha-la-la-la-la-la, my oh my. No. You're not the one to kiss the girl? 
She doesn't like the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Whoa, whoa. And then we play Dunka Dunka because we're trying to show her not to fear the water because this is what they've told us to do to prep her for swim lessons. You hold her and then you kind of bounce her in the water and you go one, two, three. And then on the three, you get the water like up to her mouth and her nose and it teaches her to close her mouth and hold her breath while she's in the water. You know, it was raining on the way into work this morning. Here's another situational thing and... The sun had not yet come up and it was raining and thunder was kind of moving in. And I'm thinking, you know, I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? You know, that what? Why is that funny? I I was like waiting for you to set up a joke. You always have a joke at the end of the episode. I was waiting for a rain related joke. I don't know if I have a rain related joke. I'll have to do more homework for next time, I suppose. No bad dad joke this particular go-round. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm coming up empty on, on this one. I'm sorry. I guess you have one you want to share? Yeah. When I was driving around today, listening to the radio, as one does, and they were talking about they have this new prehistoric discovery. Like, there's a new archaeological discovery. Okay. These dinosaur bones out in Texas. Okay. Have you not heard about this? No. This is down in Dallas. Down in Dallas. Down in Dallas. They have discovered a Tyrannosaurus Rex tibia. Okay. Like an intact tibia. Okay. And they're trying to uncover it. Okay. It's a shindig. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go down the shindig down in Dallas? That's funny. (laughs) I gotcha. You got me. So, listeners... Thanks for joining us again here at the dinner table. Please take just a moment, like this episode, please share it with all your friends, and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. It only takes just a moment, and it really helps us out. You can hit us up on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook, and let us know what songs you catch yourself randomly singing around the house, and what shins you dig. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next week. All right. Bye. That's a boomerfoo. No, that was just me being annoying. Yes, you were. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Your viewpoint is just as important as ours. So let us hear what you think, either on our Facebook or Instagram, or by emailing us at dtdpodcast at gmail.com. New episodes are available each week on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 